let's take a turn and focus on your immediate health, staying fit, staying healthy. It's a challenge during COVID-19. We're joined by Melinda Harrison, who's a former Canadian Olympic swimmer. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Melinda. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Listen, I mean, I think a lot of people were waiting to find out what would happen with the Tokyo Olympics this year. And there was, a, at least on the part of um, Canadians, a huge um, collective sigh of relief that we decided that we wouldn't be sending our athletes into harm's way. And uh, and then when the IOC decided, OK, we're going to cancel the Olympics and postpone them uh, by a year, uh, we all said, OK, that's good because we love the games. Uh, but what? What does that mean for athletes right now? Because, uh, I mean, you're a former Canadian Olympic swimmer. I was really looking forward to seeing Penny Alexiak get back in the pool for the Olympics this year and uh, start collecting more medals. She's only a year out from the Olympics and training facilities closed down. How do you stay in shape, especially when you are, you know that uh, the games are going to go on next year, hopefully? Uh, You still have to stay in shape. How do you continue to train? Well, you do. So first of all, back to the Canadian um, response, you know, as athletes, and that includes all of us, the ones that are now done competing, it, we were so proud of the Canadian Olympic Association to stand up, be the first first group of people to stand up and say, this isn't right. So, you know, that was a really proud moment for athletes in Canada. And I think that set the tone for athletes going forward. So you're going to have two groups of athletes. You're going to have the ones that say, okay, I can do the reset. And Penny would be one of those athletes. And then there's ones that will kind of take their foot off the gas. And they may think they're doing the reset, but they're not doing everything they can to try and um, keep going despite the circumstance. And so what can they do to try and keep going? Well, there's lots of things they can do. You know, first of all, it's controlling the environment that they're in so that they feel like, you know, inside them that they have some control. So you can do dry land routines. So right across um, Swimming Canada platforms, there's all sorts of coaches running dry land routines every day on a, a platform. And they've got all their swimmers up doing the dry land routines as they're working from from their house. And you know, that's a that's a great way that you can stay together, that you can motivate each other, that you can have some form of competition with each other. Um, so dryland is one aspect. Another aspect is the mental health and the meditation aspect. And, you know, this is something that we always talk about what we want to do. This is a great time to explore that. So working at the um, national team level, they have great psychologists. So reaching out to them to try and get programs, going on to an app on the app store and downloading a meditation app and working on that 10 minutes a day. Those are things that they want to do things. And this is a time where you can actually do them. And then the last area is making sure that if you have any muscle imbalances, so any rehab issues that you're connecting with somebody online to give you exercises that can fix that so when we get back to training you can go in you know with the approach that you don't have any of these um, muscle imbalances or injuries to become an olympic athlete you have to have incredible focus i mean not everybody can do it there are people with athletic ability that are listening right now and training and you know they're very fit individuals but um 
Olympic athletes, they just have incredible focus. It's laser like how can you speak to how that focus is is really important at a time like this where we're dealing with uncertainty and, um, you know, we don't know what tomorrow brings in the middle of a pandemic. We don't. And, um, you know, it could be a couple of months before athletes are able to get back into their regular training routine. So one of the things that I often talk about that is an awareness piece for athletes is that they tend to go on autopilot. And I refer to that as athlete autopilot because they have been in a system from a very young age with a stringent set of expected behaviors. And lots of those are defined by other people. And the better you get, the tighter those expectations and parameters get. So all of a sudden, this environment has been pulled out from underneath them, and they need to figure out, well, how can I make sure that I am staying in an environment that is going to promote my ultimate goals? And the awareness piece, it it always starts with awareness. If you're not aware of that athlete autopilot behavior, then you can't deal with it when this when this unexpected thing um, comes up. And so I know coaches are working on that with athletes. I've talked to lots of coaches about this. And, um, you know, the ones that decide that they, they want to really keep going, they're going to be okay. So for the rest of us that, you know, uh, I think a lot of people are into mindfulness meditation right now during this pandemic. We've turned our attention to trying to keep ourselves occupied and trying to calm ourselves down. But a lot of people feel the need to still uh, exercise and physically, you know, deal with their anxiety. They're, they're, we're being told to self-isolate. What are your recommendations when it comes to staying fit in the middle of a pandemic for the average person? You know, how important is it? How much exercise should we be getting? Do you have any tips for us? Um, so I'm not an I'm not an exercise coach, so it's not really the lane that I am. But I do do a r- lot of reading on this topic because it, it's so important in terms of our mental health. And you know the the science is showing more and more that positive mental health is related to some forms of exercise. And there's you know aerobic exercise and anaerobic exercise. So trying to figure out, you know, what is the best way to get those positive endorphins going for you is the first thing you have to figure out. Some people get them from just pure doing weightlifting and other people get them from going on a treadmill or or in some cases you can go out for a run in an isolated neighborhood. So the idea for all, all aspiring athletes, not just at the Olympic level, is how do you get those endorphins and then try and repeat that so that it keeps the anxiety at a level that you can cope with. So are you still training now? I know that you're not, I guess that we wouldn't be training for any Olympics, but how much do you swim being a, a former Olympian? I mean, that's just a question that I have in the back of my mind because I often look at people that are uh, Olympians and think, how active are they now? Like, do they still take part in their sport on a daily basis? Okay, so you're going to laugh at this. I hate getting wet. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. And I'm laughing because people just can't believe it, that I actually hate getting even into, like, a shower. It takes me... Have you always hated it? So I think I always hated that first dive into the cold pool. Once I'm in, I'm okay. 
So I don't swim. Um, and I know other swimmers that feel this, that it's just this weird thing, like, you know, getting into cold water. If it's hot, if it's a hot tub, I can do it. But cold water, forget it. So on that, you know, what do I do? I uh, lift weights twice a week. I just did it this morning. And then mm-hmm. three to four times a week, I um, do a cardio workout. So it's either a run or an ellipse or some rowing or a high intensity, you know, a body weight workout. So, you know, my idea is if I work out five times a week, then that's great for me. If I can do it six, that's great. I always take a day off. So no Marco Polo for you. No Marco Polo for me. Melinda, it's been a a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us and shedding some light on what athletes that are, you know, looking at uh, the the upcoming Olympics are going to have to deal with during COVID-19. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me and go Canada, go.